Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In today's episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, my guest is Tracy Rampling Brown. Tracy is an international best-selling author, certified moonologer, lunar business strategist, and founder of the Moon Manifestation Academy. That sounds amazing. Her mission is to help astro-curious, multi-passionate women reconnect with their intuition, harness the energetics of the lunar cycles, and rebalance their divine masculine and feminine energies so they can ditch the outdated burnout business paradigms, embrace ease and flow, and succeed on their own terms. Yay! Tracy supports her clients through monthly new and full moon circles, private readings, and coaching programs that help her clients become perfectly aligned to manifest their dreams and live vibrant, balanced, joy-filled lives that they love. An Aussie girl at heart, Tracy lives in glorious Italy with her husband and two children and a Bengal cat named Maple. Okay, welcome, Tracy. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Ronnie. You make me feel so good. Like that sounded amazing. (laughs) It's all you, girl. (laughs) So let's talk about your book first. What's your book? So I've actually currently got three books out at the moment with a fourth one coming out in early May. So really, I guess the essence of the books is that it talks about my journey into working with the moon and embracing the moon and stepping away from the societal expectation to conform to normal career paths and career choices. The second one really focuses on designing an intentional vision for the future, like really co-creating and aligning what it is that we want to achieve and stepping into that soul aligned space of planning and goal setting and intention setting and allowing ourselves to really step into that. And the third one was called Sacred Surrender. And that was really very much about refusing to play small anymore you know so my chapter in that one was called who the for you to play small and it was really very much about allowing ourselves to be exactly who we are with no apology no excuses we get one go round in this life in this in this body and there is no do-over right so who are we trying to please like why are we not doing exactly what we came here to do Good point. And very good point. Let's talk about being a lunar business strategist. I am so curious about that. Help me understand what that's about. 
So when I certified as a moonologer, I started doing readings for a lot of my clients where we were focusing on the holistic, you know, astrological wheel of all of the different elements of our life and personalities, right? But a lot of the women that I was working with are also business owners and entrepreneurs. And what I found was that as nice as it is, like it's setting our intentions for our lives and the things that we want to do, generally speaking, a lot of women really really wanted to learn how they could harness those business, the energetics of the lunar cycles in their business. You know, like when is the best time for me to launch my new program or when should I be focusing on visibility or when should I be thinking about like raising my prices? or things like that, you know, like, is there a good time for that? I was constantly getting these questions, like, when would be a good time for me to launch my program? When would be a good time for me to, you know, apply to be on podcasts and things like that? And so the Lunar Business Strategy was really born out of that, where I decided that it would be super fun to focus on how we can not just align our lives, with the lunar cycle because you know we are I feel like so many of us are naturally drawn to that ebb and that flow of the lunar cycle within ourselves but then how can we harness it in business and in particular for those of us who are feeling that call to move away from the corporate masculine business paradigms of hustle and grind and year-on-year growth and like where it always has to be about achieving higher and more and bigger and better and it doesn't build in that time to slow down and relax and take time to integrate and reassess and really think, is this still in alignment for me? Yeah. And so, so important, right? So important. You have to take time to reflect and that's the whole point of the moon, right? Yeah, exactly. So I really wanted to be able to give those particularly women business owners, I'm not saying that men can't do it. I have had male clients as well that come and do that. But there are so many women business owners out there who feel fatigued and exhausted by what they're seeing all of the bro marketers and the other coaches out there saying, oh, and you have to do this or you're going to fail if you don't have this funnel and that freebie. And if you're not on Kajabi or if you're not on every single platform and everyone is just so tired from running on that hamster wheel yeah that I wanted to bring it back to the basics like where do you want to focus your energy like what's in alignment for you how do you want to show up and how can you align your business with that well that is beautiful and certainly gives hope to some people who might be stuck on that hamster wheel and the truth of the matter is these big coaches have this philosophy that you have to lean in, spend a lot of money, get on all these platforms and you better get an assistant because actually no one human being can do all of the marketing work and all of the work work, right? So you have to work in your business and work on your business. And that is at least a two person thing. And so the idea that these master coaches have that if you want to ramp up, you have to hire somebody right now to start being your assistant. It's like, that's a lot of money out of pocket without something coming in and it doesn't always work. And being a veteran of some of these coaching programs, what I discovered for myself is so aligned with what you're talking about, because I'm a marketing professional. I have an MBA. I worked at General Foods, which is now part of crap, working on big brands like Maxwell House Coffee. So I did all of that traditional stuff and I tried to apply that. It doesn't work basically for the kind of internet, online personality business. The year that I decided that's it, I'm going to get super organized. I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to plan out what I'm going to focus on every month. That was the worst year I had in business. 
After six months, I totally gave it up. Like to me, flying by the seat of my pants worked way better. And it's bizarre. It's very counterintuitive, but it's the truth for me. And but isn't that exactly it? You know, the old business paradigm says you have to do it this way. You have to have a plan. You have to stick to it. And you have to invest money to make money, Yeah. right? Like that is one of the biggest lies that they tell. Like I've had even female business coaches are like, you have to invest money to make money. There are so many solopreneurs because let's face it, so many of us, when we start out, we're, we're doing it alone. Like you said, we are trying to work in our business and on our business. And if you are coming into this as a woman who doesn't have a large financial reserve behind you, yes. you know, whether you're like so many of us I know I started as a as a stay-at-home mom or I was working part-time again when I decided to launch my online business so I didn't have you know my husband makes decent money and he's supporting the you know was supporting the family but he wasn't like hey babe you know like here's twenty thousand dollars to put into (laughs) Facebook ads so that you can become an overnight success um you know for those of us who are really bootstrapping it in the beginning, it is possible, but everyone, I feel like there's a lot of shame around that. Oh, if you're bootstrapping it, it's because you've got a bad money mindset. You know, you're not willing to invest. You know, if you were serious, you would max out your credit cards or take out a second mortgage. You know, like all of that's the closing (laughs) techniques that they teach. And I feel like they give NLP a bad name as well, because all of the NLP sales techniques are very much about once you've got them on the call, don't let them off the call until they give you your credit card number. I don't want to do business like that. I want people to be a full body hell yes when they come and work with me I want them to be like oh my god I love your energy you are exactly the person I need if they're not 100% in I'm not going to be able to get them the results that they need because they're not going to be committed if they're they're worrying about oh you know like I can't afford to work with her and I've now maxed out my credit card and I don't know how I'm going to pay it back their energy is going to be all off You are so on the money there, girl. I'll tell you, I I got sucked in for a little while to try to convince people. You're like, it's your job as a coach to convince the fence sitters. No, no, it's not. (laughs) Like if they want to sit on the fence, it's going to hurt their hiney and that's their problem. I I don't want to push them over to my side because those are the people who wouldn't do the work and wanted their money back and said I wasn't doing a good job. And then they made me miserable. And I thought, not my market. I don't want any fence sitters. I am so in line with what you're saying. That might make my bank account look good, but it, it made me nuts. It gave me agita. It was awful. So no. Exactly the thing. They're the people who are going to ask for refunds. They're not going to be happy with your program because they feel like you manipulated them into yeah. it. And yeah. I mean, you kind of you kind of have, right? Absolutely true. And I don't want that energy coming no. into my programs right? Exactly like you. I want people who want to be with me. I want people who are excited to be with me, who are excited to do the work, who are like, girl, I am so ready to do this. Like, I know this is going to change my life. And we don't have to sell to everyone. And that's okay. Like we don't have to sell to the people who aren't ready for us. Precisely. And you know what? You're way better off if you don't, because if you do, then you're stuck in the paradigm of money and not in service. And not that service shouldn't make money, but it won't make you happy probably because you're going to have a lot of people who you're not aligned with. So let me ask you this. I, I would love to just get into a little bit about the moon because while I'm here, maybe I can learn something. And oh, I don't know. I've listened to your podcast and you did some pretty amazing moon stuff yourself. Oh my- Thank you so much. That's very kind. I read a lot and I try and I use my intuition or whatever, but 
one of the things that comes up is this is my understanding that the new moon is for the manifesting and really planting the seeds. And the full moon is for reflecting on how things went, which makes it a two week cycle. So people have said to me, well, if I didn't get, if I didn't manifest my goal in that two weeks, what do I do? Do I start over? Do I do something new? Do I have to stay with the same thing? And so I'm like, Tracy, what do we do? Okay. So I love that you're asking this question because let's be honest, not everything manifests in 28 days or 14 days, right? Like we don't just set our intentions at the new moon and two weeks later at the full moon, it's like, cha-ching, here you go, surprise, you've manifested it. And I think a lot of people are led to believe that this is how quickly things happen, right? But there are cycles within cycles. Some of the goals that we set, some of the intentions that we set are things that we can immediately achieve. Like if your intention is to say book three new podcast bookings this month, yeah, maybe in two weeks you can approach like a bunch of podcast hosts or be, you know, visible or do the things and actually get those bookings. But if your intention is that over the course of a year, you want to bring in, you know, like a hundred new clients or something like that into your group program or whatever. Like that's a longer term goal. And yes, you might break that down and you might be like, oh, but okay, for the sake of math, let's say it was 120 new clients. You're like, but if I'm not bringing in 10 clients in a month, then I'm failing. Well, that's not exactly how it works because you might be doing the things that you need to do this month. You might be focusing on how can I get more visible? on social media? Like, what can I do? What steps can I take to get more visible so that more people are seeing my content? You might then um, set intentions about, okay, so how can I align my pricing or whatever so that I can put it at a point where like, maybe I'm going to do a launch and that's going to bring me in 25 of those 120 people. So actually this month, instead of, I like, I didn't sign 10 people last month, but this month I signed 25. So it doesn't always happen in 28 days. And We have seasonal cycles. For example, in a lunar cycle in a single month, in a 28 to 30 day month, you've got new moon, full moon, and then back to new moon again, right? So that's a single cycle. We then have the seasonal cycle, which is about three months. So we're in spring at the moment, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. And so we're kind of halfway through spring. So we've still got another six weeks until the end of spring, which means we're kind of at the full moon phase of the spring cycle but then you've also got if you said for the sake of argument the new moon in Aries which is the beginning of the zodiac year you've then got until the full moon in Aries which is six months later right which is in usually around August September depending on the actual dates so we've got between now or you know like between usually beginning of March, beginning of April, we've got that new moon in Aries until August when we have that full moon in Aries is kind of like the waxing period of Mm -hmm. Aries energy. And then from August, September through until the following March, April, we're in the waning phase of Aries. We're in that full moon down to new moon phase again. So it's actually like a six to 12 month cycle which is one of the reasons why working with the moon is it's a multi-layered, multi-faceted thing, right? Not everything is just wave your wand, set your intentions. The universe is going to bring it to me in 28, in 14 to 28 days. Right. It's thinking about if your focus was on visibility, for example, not just how can I be visible this week, this month, this moon cycle, how can I be visible over the next 12 months? 
which in business is really important. You know, like, how do I want my brand to be perceived? Where do I want to put myself out there? How can I establish myself as an expert in my field? Or if you were thinking about money, for example, like what revenue do I want to bring in, not just this month, but what revenue do I want to bring in over the course of the next 12 months? And how do I want to do that? Am I going to be launching? Am I going to be doing evergreen offers? Am I going to be doing it through programs or one-to-one or, you know, memberships? So it's so you can really break it down into lots of different elements along the way. And each month, it gives you an opportunity to focus on a different element of that plan. I see. So you could have your 14 to 28 day goal, and then you can have your six month to year long goal. So you have more than one thing you might be working on manifesting. Yeah. And even if it's, say you were looking for a new job or a new house, like you wanted to buy a new house, you might spend the first 28 days actually going through real estate ads and looking at houses or researching areas like where do I want to live? What area looks good? You might then be going to like a bunch of home opens and actually looking at houses or you might be going and talking to the bank. How much money can I borrow? What kind of deposit do I need for this? Buying a new house doesn't necessarily manifest in 28 days. It might. You might get really lucky and be like, oh my God, I've just found the house of my dreams. Sure. But it might be a case of, okay, so this house hasn't come to me in 28 days, but it doesn't mean it's not still coming. It doesn't mean the universe isn't bringing all of the pieces, all of the common threads together to actually bring that house into your life. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. When I was manifesting my husband, it took 15 months Mm -hmm. before I met him and a lot of men (laughs) dated a lot, 30 guys. So uh, he was number 30. And it's really funny because when we were looking for houses then, we saw 30 houses too. Isn't that weird? We just had a 30. I know. Very. I love that. Have you looked into like the numerology of the number 30 for you? No, I think three is flow, right? Is three flow? I'm not really super versed on numerology, but it just, the fact that if the 30 is repeating for you, that's something I probably would look into because it, perhaps it's a significant number for you, or perhaps it's the three rather than the 30 or something like that. All right. Well, I'll have to look at that. It's a good point. Yeah. And of course, 15 months is actually half of 30. Yes, it is. That's a good point. Huh. All right. Well, learn something new about myself too. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's good. You cleared that up for me about what to manifest. This month is an unusual month. It maybe it happens more often, but I haven't noticed it. Let's put it that way. But there are two new moons in April and one full. And so I looked up if there are two full moons, it's often a blue moon is the second happens once in a blue moon. But I never thought about what about two new moons, which we have. So the second one is called the black moon or something. It's called the black moon. Yeah. So So tell us about that. So the black moon is actually super rare in general, it usually happens about every 33 months, which is about once every three years. Now, this year, depending on where you are in the world, you may have one black moon or we may have had two because some of the timings from the beginning of this year in January, the first new moon in Capricorn was actually on like the 2nd of January or the 1st of January for people in the United States. The 
one in February was something like the 4th of February and then March was something like the 2nd of March or it was like the 2nd of February and the 4th of March and then we get to April and yes if you were in the western U.S. it was on the 31st of January but if you were basic but it was at like 23 46 at night so it was like just before midnight whereas everywhere else in the world was on the 1st of April. And then this new moon in Taurus that's coming is going to be on the 30th of April. But if you're in Australia and New Zealand, it might actually just click over into the 1st of May. So for some people, it's actually their only black moon. So like I'm in Europe and this year it is my only black moon. Okay. In the US, depending on where you are, you may actually snag two just by just that 15 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just gets you two, but In general, it's only every 33 months because of the way that the timing works. What happens is that, and this is a little bit of astrology more so than moonology specifically, but there are 30 degrees in an astrological house or in a a sign. So the, the moon in, so in this case, in April, we had the new moon in Aries and then the moon actually takes 28 to 29 days to move around again. And so it just so happened that (laughs) it was like right near Aries at the beginning. And then because it's a 30 day month, we just happened to hit it at the end. If it hadn't been on the 1st of April, it wouldn't have happened again on the 30th. And it would only ever happen when you do get that between the first and second of the month and the 30th to the 31st of the month, because it just can't hit it otherwise and but what does it tell us what's about the black moon well it's really interesting because not only is it a black moon so we have a solar eclipse so (laughs) we've got massive eclipse energy as well which is a little bit like cosmic fertilizer so if you want to be setting your intentions be really really mindful and intentional about what you're doing because you know, if you're a bit kind of haphazard about it, you may actually end up manifesting something you really didn't think through properly. Uh But then the black moon energy, I guess it's again, another opportunity to really harness like that rare lunar energy, because it's something that only happens once every three years. That's really a little bit more magical from that point of view like it's normally Aries is the start of the lunar year and so you'd be like hey you know like this is a great time to get everything done but the other thing that's really interesting about this one is the new moon in Taurus is traditionally represents the second house which is all about money right so not only do we have this new moon energy in our money zone we have this eclipse energy in our money zone and we have this extra black moon kind of magical fertilized extra you know it's really it's kind of like if you want to do anything to tap into your prosperity this year this is it there is no bigger better time for you Ah. to do that than right now this year our eclipse seasons are between Taurus and Scorpio which are both money houses Oh, wow. The full moon, which will then be in May, mid-May, is going to be where we can release and reflect on and let go of any emotional baggage we've been carrying around joint finances or things where money is involved with other people, where we don't have 100% full control over how that money comes to us or how we spend that money or whatever. But then when we have our next eclipse season, which happens around Christmas time, again, it's going to happen in Taurus and Scorpio. 
So there'll be, but it'll be reversed where it'll be that opportunity to let go of the intentions that we set on the first, on the 30th of April about the money that we want to make or the money that we want to bring in. Then come November, December, we're going to be able to release any like dramas and issues about what has or hasn't happened in this next six months. And then Scorpio, of course, in May, we're going to be letting go of things around joint finances. So we've got six months to kind of let go of all of that. And then we're going to have that new moon in Scorpio, which is also going to be in eclipse. And it'll be like, okay, so now set some new goals around joint finances. What do you want to bring in? And let's make it happen. So lots of, lots of energy in our money zones this year. I guess so. The most important thing out of all of that is... Get clear about what you want and setting your intentions because it's a powerful time. You want to know what you're doing. You want to be really conscious about what you're asking for, hoping for, dreaming of, thinking about manifesting, working towards all of that. Absolutely. You got it spot on. Excellent. I'm so glad we did that because I've been really curious about that. Is there anything that you want to share about yourself and the moon? and the Moon Manifestation Academy. Yeah, so look, if you are just starting your moon journey and you would like to learn a little bit about it piece by piece, the Moon Manifestation Academy is an amazing place to do it. We run new moon and full moon ritual circles. So we come together via Zoom as a group and we get to do our intention setting and our forgiveness work together, which keeps you on track and accountable. But it also gives you the opportunity to do it in a shared space with other people who are also really, you know, in tune and in sync with exactly the same kinds of things that you are wanting to do as well. But each month I provide a approximately like 30, 35 page guide to the energetics wow. of that particular moon cycle. So I cover the new moon and the full moon for that month and also the first and third quarter moons as well so that you actually can stay on track. And all you have to do is check in like once a week. Basically, it's not you have to do something every day, you have to make it hard and complicated. It's just check in once a week and keep yourself on track. You know, set your intentions at the new moon, check in at the first quarter moon. Like, have I taken action? Did I kind of forget? Did I get distracted? Have mm -hmm. I been challenged? How can I get back on track at the full moon? Then, like, what's working? What isn't? What do I need to release and let go? And then third quarter moon, like, okay, let's purge and clear out and do the inner shadow work and let's clear out space, ready to set some new intentions again next week at the new moon. It's really super fun. There's a lovely group of women in there. It's only 44 euro a month, which is around about 50 US dollars a month. And you get access to the circles as well as the workbook. And it's a great way if you are just learning to slowly build up that knowledge and information and integrate it in that, in a really low key kind of way, low pressure, you know, it's, you're not being bombarded with, you know, information constantly, but you can ask questions at any time. You can dive as deep as you want to. Oh, that sounds wonderful. You know, it'd be so nice to have that kind of support if you want to work with the moon. So I have found working with a group who are like-minded can make all the difference in your efforts because you stay motivated, you stay focused, you're accountable to a group, you can support them, they support you. It's really an amazing thing. And it's the kind of, you know, spiritual community that sometimes we don't have 
access to without getting together on Zoom. It's not always possible local. So that's that's wonderful. So last but not least, I know you have a lovely special offer that you want to share with the listeners. Why don't you tell us about that, please? Yeah. So if you would like to get a little bit of a taster of what we do in the Moon Manifestation Academy, you can go to my website and I'm sure Ronnie is going to drop the link in the show notes. And you can grab a copy of my guide to working with the energetics of the moon. So it does get updated regularly because obviously we've just had the new moon, the full moon in Libra. We're about to move into the new moon in Taurus. So it will, it will change over. And it's a little snippet of the kinds of things that we do in the Moon Manifestation Academy. But you're obviously, you're getting the new moon or full moon focus of it. Yep. So you can actually set some intentions at home. You can see how it feels for you. You can, you know, really get started on your journey. And then if you love that, it's up to you where you take it. It sounds great, really. And I have to say, I did download my copy. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to reading that. This has been such a pleasure. I'm thrilled that we really got into the whole moon thing. So many people work with the moon, are curious about the moon and want to manifest with the moon. So I think we've shared some really good ideas with them today. And it was fabulous. You can find Tracy at vibrantcoach.com. And yes, everything will be in the show notes. So thanks again, Tracy, for being here today and sharing your moonology wisdom. Thank you so much for having me, Ronnie. You asked some amazing questions that I really loved answering. So I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I enjoyed being here with you today. Me too. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.